The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Jim Fox and Dr. Janine Fox. Our show is based on science-backed information on alternative and natural approaches to health. You'll hear the clinical pearls, real-life stories about real patients and situations. It all comes together so that you can live your best health. Now, here are the Doctors Fox. And welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy, folks. I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Dr. Janine. I'm sure glad you could join us tonight. We'll hopefully have a good enough show to keep your interest and maybe help you live a little healthier and be a little healthier. Right, Janine? Right. Now, we always start out our first segment in something that we call In the News. Yes, but before we get to In the News today... Oh, we're going to do something before that? Yeah, I think we want to mention that today, October 20th, oh. is World Osteoporosis Day. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting, too. Yeah, and so with today being... October 20th, maybe we should mention a little bit about osteoporosis real quick. Um, We did kind of want to do an update. We've talked a lot about on our show some of the things that we use for osteoporosis, and we've had other, you know, whole shows on bone health. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we have been, or a couple things we've been getting really good results with is a product that we have called ADK2. Mm -hmm. For years, we've used vitamin D3. And D3 has had research coming out for a long time. But the K2 has just started hitting in the last few years on how important it was. So we've had this product now for probably a year and a half, two years, maybe no, probably two been, years, three, maybe even three, years. maybe it's even three. You know, it's been a while. Yeah. Time goes by fast. It does. When but you're having fun, But right? we've started getting people's bone density, the DEXA scans, back after they've taken it. And it has been amazing. It truly has. You know, when you see, you know, especially, and we've had quite a few and I hate to use the term, but what they call elderly females, you know, females over 70, actually. 70s and 80s. 80s. And, and, and those people, those females are extraordinarily hard to increase. It's hard to even stop the decrease in their bone right. density. And we've had, I can say, everyone that's repeated their bone density test right. that is taking ADK2 for at least a year right. has increased their bone density. And we've had some as much as 8%. Increase. That's a, and, and you know, and like I say, that age group um, is really is hard just, to do. It's really significant. And yeah, one of really the ones is. I had, the, one of the biggest increases was in the late 70s. Yeah. So, and then we had some in the early 80s have a pretty significant 4 to 5%, which is pretty significant when you look at nothing else that we've ever done has helped. And in, in the past, when we've used just plain D3, we, we could slow it. Right. But we didn't build as much bone until we added the K2 to that product. Well, we never actually were able to build bone. Right. We could slow the, the decrease or the, or the you know deterioration, but you couldn't really build bone. And I have had quite a few, those, few of those women also taking a product that we use called Ostinol, right. which is a bone morphogenic protein. And the bone morphogenic proteins are great. I mean, they say they help bone, um, they, they help bone density, but they also help joint pain and stuff. I haven't right. seen as much of the joint pain relief from it. No? Um, but definitely, I've seen it increase bone density. And, what, what and when we, used with the ADK2, right, I, I think it's say. a really good thing that you could do if you have bone loss or even one of the things we're going to talk about in the news first. 
and yeah. we want to mention, you know, bone development starts at a very young age. As a matter of fact, there's been uh, some actual studies done year or two, like say time flies, but you know, year, year and a half, two years ago, <clears throat> talking about that we really need to start worrying about bone density in in the you know, 20s and 30s right. rather than the 50s, 60s, and, and I 70s. already take ADK2 and Ostinol. Right. Now, I am in my 40s, but I started probably a while back. And then um, I started, yeah. of course, I, when we added the ADK2 product, I, instead of just doing the D3, I added the ADK2. Right. But I've started young, even though I don't have bone loss. But I don't want to wait. You don't want to wait until you hit that time. No. And it kind of brings up the, the first. Especially if you are a thin female. Uh, especially thin. Or male. Yeah, Actually, a thin male. That's true. We're seeing males, even male, we're seeing thin males. That are thin, right? If you're not overweight, then that makes you more at risk for bone loss. Sure does. Now, it brings up the first thing that the first study that we want to talk to, about tonight. And in fact, it was published in a journal, Osteoporosis International. And yes, we have a journal named yes. Osteoporosis International. We have a journal for just about everything. Uh, the left big toe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but this Osteoporosis International, it, it, it really is a, a, a journal, a peer reviewed journal. And the big study came out of the University of Southampton in the UK. And what it found, and I thought this was extraordinarily telling, it said fast food linked to poorer, or, you know, basically worse, bone development in early years. Right, and they were looking at kids. They were kids. looking at infants and kids and looking at four to six years old. Up to four. That was yes. the old ones. Four so to six they were right. looking at young kids and right. finding if they had the more fast food places they had in their neighborhood the lower their bone density. And, and what they looked at, even, was newborns. Yes. And they found that, you know, the newborns, even, had lower bone density the more fast food, you know, established. Which means mom was eating which it while she was pregnant. Was, yeah, which means mom was eating, take out a lot of takeout. And then foods, they right? found that the more little specialty stores and more fruits and vegetable stands that was in the area, the higher the bone density. Yeah, they, they talk about the green grocers, you know. That, right. Uh, yeah. So, you know, that, that more fresh food. Right. And they showed an increased density in the people that lived near them. So, really interesting study. And we did want to, you know, that was a study that came out just a couple of days ago, October 14th. It just happened to be really close to the world osteoporosis day it certainly did so we wanted to mention you know everybody wants to start taking care of their bone density at a young age because the medications for bone density don't work real well and they have lots of side effects there's virtually not a day that goes by that we don't have matter of fact today i had two uh, two different ones uh talk of females calling about they'd just been checked one had osteopenia this one had other one had osteoporosis and they were, you know, talking about the drugs that these are used, the, you know, like the Fosmax, those kind of things. And they were both very afraid of the drugs because they had read some of the side effects and some of the issues with bone thinning and, you know, the and fractures. And deterioration and increased so fractures. Yeah. So you're taking it for bone density, but yet it increases femur fractures. And that is one, of the, one of the bad fractures. So yeah. we really have seen good success with the natural products with bone density, but don't start too late. Start early. Start, start before you have right a problem. Now. Matter of fact, if you've got a, a child out there that's uh, four, five, six years old, 
Hmm, good time to start with right. them. Right, and feed yeah. them differently. You feed know, them just shows shows feed them differently, and they will have different bone density they, as they, they get older. They will, and, and also make, make darn sure that you check that vitamin D status. Yes, because we see vitamin D deficiency in even ooh, very young kids. Very young. And because we do even have little kids that we do lab work on. We do. And we do see deficiencies at very young ages. Yeah, sure. So, do. you know, start young. Don't wait until there's a problem. That's it. That's Prevention much. is the key. Prevention is yeah, an ounce of prevention worth a pound, pound of cure. cure that's right? right. Yeah. All right. Now the next thing that we're going to bring up tonight, and this is one of my favorites. This kind of shocked me, but well, kind of gross. But. Yeah, it is. You know, but I, I've done you know terrestrial radio shows for about six years or so, and over that time, you know, I've talked about pink slime. Yeah, because okay. that came out a lot. In the that news. was a few years back. We talked about pink slime, and for those of you who don't know about that, yeah, uh, look it up. Pink slime. Interesting stuff. And, of course, meat glue. Uh, they glue certain parts of meat together and make it look like a piece of steak or something. Things they're really doing to our food supply yeah. that is kind of scary. Well, it seems like these guys are at it again. Matter of fact, there's a professor named Emmett Geffen. He's a bioengineer at Tel Aviv University. And what he is doing is he is coming up with more Franken food. That's the term we use for that. And they're wanting to grow chicken... Now, not chickens, but no, chicken, chicken, just chicken meat, basically. Without having a chicken. No feathers, just in a test tube. I'm thinking, oh, my God. That's what kind a, of chemicals do they have to use to make that? Well, you know, you just think about it, you know, and it's just amazing. And they're know? saying in the future Whew. that that is the future of food supply. Yeah. Is growing things that aren't ever live to begin with. Right, and you know, bioengineered food. Bioengineered food. Oh yeah, that and is, they're saying because the population is growing so fast, there's no way that we're going to be able to keep up with the food supply. Yeah. Now, here's the scary part. This uh, professor Geffen, and he's an expert in this engineering of tissues and so on, and he has done some uh, chicken cells before and coached them into dividing and making more chicken cells, and you'd have you know Franken chicken in a tube, but he had to use some growth factors that he took from tumors to stimulate the cells. And he said, well, you know, that's not really a good idea. So Scary. Yeah. Think about like it. Like I said, this, this, to me, this was, I was like, this, really? You know, and you would really do this? I just lost respect for PETA, the uh, people for the ethical treatment of animals. I mean, I, before I thought, well, okay, they do a pretty good job in some areas. Uh, but and you do just, want to be ethical to animals. And you do. I mean, you, 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 you better but believe it. But they've offered a lot of money. They put up a million yeah. dollars in prize money to the first research team that finds a way to use chicken cells to create commercially marketable test tube meat. Yeah, they want people to stop eating animals and eat this well, whatever the, it is. Whatever but it is, it, is know, a word. They're not really thinking about what it's going to do to the population down the road. And, so. you know, food, and, and this is, I'm just going to put a little pun here. Food for thought is looking at the people who are backing this There's stuff. a lot of people. We're not even going to get into that right now. But there's some big-name people there are. that are putting a lot of money into bioengineering food. Food. And I don't think it's a good idea. And I surely don't want to eat it. And I would assume that the only way that you can do not do that Franken food is to stay away from those establishments out there that that serve that kind of garbage. Right, and, and know what you're eating. Know what you're eating. Yeah, you we know. always talk about have you know a real food diet. Yeah. Know what it is. You know, there, know where there, it comes from. Right. There's an expression in the organic food trade is you need to get to know your farmer. Yeah. And I tell you what, folks, when they start doing this kind of Franken food in the tube, 
you better get to know your farmer. You better want to, you want to know where that chicken came from. Did it right. really have feathers at one time? Okay. Now, interesting thing, another little, little tidbit that came out this week, and, and this was in uh, the American Journal of Medical Science, and it's called, the, and I like this, the antipsychotic effects of omega-3 fatty acids in rats. Whoa! Yeah, and there's so much research on omega-3 fatty acids. And we've used it on people that had we've different... We've used it on people. Oh, yeah. yeah, we've actually had quite a few people that have different mental disorders, and it plays a huge role. They get so really much does. better. And they're already on multitude of medications, and they're just not working. If you, you add omega-3s to them, they it do works. so much better. It, the, the matter of fact, this study said that showed that the omega-3 fatty acids, similar to the antipsychotic drugs reversed the psychotic-like effects. Yeah. So it worked. What they're saying almost sounds like they're saying it worked as well as drugs. Yeah. I mean, they didn't come out and really say that, but that's what they're Now, again, when you talk about omega-3 fatty acids, we do have to say, you can't go buy a low-strength EPA DHA and expect it to work. No. And, you know, this is where we always spend a little time educating our consumers, and we want to educate you as a consumer. When you buy or pick up, when you go shopping for omega-3s, you know, pick up the bottle, turn it on the side, and on the side of it, it's going to have something called supplement facts. It's going to tell you a serving size. That serving size could be one capsule, two capsules, whatever, and it's going to tell you how much EPA and DHA you're getting per capsule. That's what you have to look at. So you really have to watch these things and make sure that you're getting a quality product. If you buy from us, I promise you you're getting a quality, high-grade high product. All right, coming up on a little break here, we'll be back in just a uh, a few, and we'll be doing our show tonight on the nervous system. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. There's something special about doctors' nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. 
You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, folks. Tonight, we're talking about the nervous system and the many things that make it up. Oh, and it's huge. It's so the, huge. I mean, nervous system controls so much in the body. We'll never get to everything tonight. Oh, but we're going to no. hit some of the high points and talk about some of the things that we think people need to know. Um, but the nervous system, as everyone out there knows, it consists of the central nervous system, which is your brain and spinal cord. And then you have your peripheral nervous system, which is all the other elements. Right. And then you have all your sensory organs. And people don't think about a lot of times that being part of the nervous system, but it is. Yeah. Everything you see, everything you hear, everything you smell. Smell and taste. taste and, feel. and feel. All right. That's all part of the nervous system. Mm-hmm. So, again, like we said, it's a very complex and very vast subject because it's a huge subject when you start talking about all the things that it does. Because it controls everything. Mm-hmm. It surely does. You know, and there's all sorts of things that can cause problems with our nervous system. You know, we can have trauma, we can have an accident and, you know, and, and play football, and have a head injury, that kind of thing. Infections and various uh, degenerative uh, Degenerative problems, problems structural right? problems. Exactly. Even tumors that affect the nervous system. And as we get older, we can have blood flow problems. Blood flow issues mm-hmm. and autoimmune disorders and all, all that. that affects right. the nervous system. Sure does. Um, so, you know, a lot of times, you know, typical nerve symptoms Mm -hmm. and i think some of the real big ones when i hear people say is tingling and numbness Mm -hmm. you always think of nervous system always um that is a big one um even loss of strength and muscle strength right that can be now you can't say it is a hundred percent time it's a nervous system problem but it's one of the things you can think about but anytime you have that tingling and numbness Mm -hmm. and you know that usually is the nervous system. Yeah. And, of course, if you have a sudden loss of sight or oh, yeah. double vision. That's not real good mm-hmm. at all. No, it's not. And even when you talk about your Alzheimer's, you can group that into the nervous system because memory well, loss and impaired mental ability yeah, exactly is also is. considered, you know, the nervous system. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, your seizures and your tremors and then your, your pain. And your Musculoskeletal radiate, pain. Yeah. Musculoskeletal pain radiating down the legs, arms. Mm-hmm. All that makes a difference. So mm-hmm. those are kind of the things, just to let you know, kind of an overview of what could be a neurological disorder. Now, one of the big things in the nervous system that we probably see the most, and that's why we want to talk about it first, mm-hmm. is neuropathies. Oh, the, you know, and it's becoming more and more it is. prominent. You're seeing yeah. a huge portion of the population have neuropathies. Now, one of your number one reasons for neuropathy is diabetes. Well, you know, but it's not only just diabetes. No, it's not. Uh, you but know, since we are seeing such a right. huge portion of the population diabetic. Well, you know, here's the thing. And a lot of people think, well, I'm, I'm not diabetic, so it's not diabetic neuropathy. It's the same thing. 
Because what's happening, and all the research is telling us, that if your hemoglobin A1C goes above 5.5, you start the glycation process pretty heavy. Right. Now, glycation, all right, for all of you folks who don't know what glycation is, let me put it to you real simple. If you've, you've all probably witnessed mom or maybe you've made a cake or a pie, and you have that batter that it's nice and yellow. You put it in the oven, and you, you bake it, and it turns nice and brown, golden brown. That is glycation. Now, what's happening is when you're glycating. If you don't put sugar in that cake, it does not glycate. Well, you got to have that sugar. Not that's properly. True. Chemically, that's what you got to have. And see, that chemical sugar is what actually causes glycation in our body. And that glycation is basically you're browning from the inside out. Right, which is damaging Damaging the nerves. And it damages the nerves. And that's one of the things, and it tends to happen more in the peripheral nerves to start with. Right. So you start having it in the hands and feet, mostly your feet. You always hear people, usually, now everybody's different. And you can take a group of people, and there'll always be the oddball out that their symptoms start somewhere else, or they might not be exactly like the textbook says. So their people are different. And so you always have to look at, especially with the nervous system, because it can be vast symptoms. sure can. Um, you got to look at the person. Now, as a whole, a lot of the neuropathies start in the feet. The majority of them. Right. And like we talked about, definitely you always have to see where's their blood sugar. Okay. But then a lot of people you check and their blood sugar is fine. Even they're not even pre-diabetic and their A1C is not even above 5.5. Right. So then what, what do you look for? Well, that's, that's a really good question. What do you look for, Janine? And that's when you look for the nutritional deficiencies. Exactly. Because many neuropathies that we have found over the years comes from a nutritional deficiency. Like your B vitamins. Right, B vitamins. B12 is probably the biggest one we see. Right. And I would say probably with diabetes, um, it's one of the biggest reasons for neuropathy. And you would think that it's something so easy to check, but you don't know how many people that come to us with neuropathies has been to quite a few different doctors. Mm -hmm. They're taking all kind of medications for neuropathies, and they've never had their B12 level checked. Uh, I would have to say that virtually at least 90-something percent of them that come into us with those neuropathies has not has never had it checked. Right. And when you start looking at the statistics on the B12 deficiencies, you know, 40% of the population uh, is deficient in vitamin B12. Yeah. I would probably say, and that is actually looking at a scale that I don't think is quite accurate. No. Well, uh, you know, that, that scale drops because it's continued to go down over the years. I mean, I can remember, you know, not that far back, when the lab values on B12 was like five, 600 up to 12, 1400. Right. They've changed it. Now the values are down to like 210 to 11 up to like 950. Right. All right. What's happened? Do we need less B12? No. No. But what that lab value tells you is what the average the population it's a sample of the population. So the average person that walks in doesn't have enough B12 to So when you with. look at the sample of the population, that's where lab values come, and you're always seeing these lab values change. Recently, we've had a big change in your white blood cell count, mm. which people are getting sicker and having a lower immune system, so therefore a sample of the population has a lower value. White blood cell so now it's down. normal, right. and it's really not normal because they don't feel well. So you always have to look at that. Now, B12, we like it to probably be at least 700. Seven to eight, up in that neighborhood, yeah. All the medical books, and even today, even with the range being to me, completely off. Off. Yeah. The medical books will say if you're below 400, you are deficient. Right. Even though the labs, if you're under the 210, you already have nerve damage. Right. And that's what we're finding. And that's exactly what we're seeing. And, and we you know, see a lot of people out of that under that 210. 
We do. We see some people. I've, we've had, Jenny, we've had people down in the hundreds. Yes, like we have. hundred and something. Had quite yeah. a few. Um, so you think B12 is something terrible. so easy and so, you know, you think, oh, everybody, everybody takes B12. You, nobody needs B12. That's not true. And you always have to look at it for, you know, any neuropathy. Now, there's some other B vitamins that might not be as common as a reason to have the neuropathies, but they still can be. Just because it's not common doesn't mean it's not so. Now, one of them is B1. Yes, thiamine, and it's B1, and now, it can cause problems. Now, the, really the, the interesting thing about thiamine is, you know, they say that there is definitely not as much a deficiency in this country, except in, you know, chronic alcohol use. Oh, yeah. You know, people that vomit a lot. Some of the... Bulimics. And, right. you know, after weight reduction surgery. Well, you know, those people that go through that weight reduction surgery are pretty much low in everything we find. Right. And what's funny, though, is the research shows they're low in it to begin with. So what that's showing is obese people right. tend to be malnourished. And we actually talked about that not too long ago. There was a new we study have. about how obese people are very malnourished to begin with. Overfed and under, undernourished. Right. And so thiamine is something, if you're very obese, could be deficient. Because they find it's deficient even before the weight loss surgery. Right. And you could say that that's pretty much probably going to go for most all of your nutrients, but especially the B vitamins, because those are things that have to be replenished on a daily basis. Right, because they're water-soluble. They sure are. And we talked about fat-soluble and water-soluble, but B vitamins are water-soluble. They flush out pretty quick. They don't build up. So you're not going to build up when you're... When you're taking it, if you stop taking it, it's going to go back down pretty quick too. Within probably 48 hours, and you know, they, you know there's a lot of people. It's like not everybody with a thiamine deficiency has a neuropathy, but about 25 percent of the people that have a thiamine deficiency do. So it is something that you do see with a B1 deficiency. And so you know, we got B1 and B12. And you know something else on the B12 thing. Even if even if the people take it, we got so many people today on acid reducers. And they can't properly digest. And they may not absorb it. They can't absorb it. So, you know, and they got all these, you know, gastrointestinal problems. And they're taking, you know, we get them in. And I'm I'm sure you guys are listening. And you're probably taking two or three different, you know, you're taking Nexium and Prilosec. You're taking all two or three things. And then, you know, your Carafate and all this. The next thing you know, you can't absorb anything no matter what. And that's when you start running into these big deficiencies. It really is. B12 is one that if you can't absorb it, then you, you definitely have a problem. It. And vegetarians are real highly likely to have a B12 deficiency because, um, of course, vegetarian foods do not have much B12 in them. They don't have any. Hard. Right. Yeah. So you can. it's very hard to get your B12 from a vegetarian diet. Right. Um, so another deficiency is vitamin E. Now, vitamin E, they say, really is not as much cause of neuropathy as much as it protects the cells and causes other neurological problems when it's down. Right. And they just say it's very protective. And it's very protective of the myelin sheath. And I think on a show, what, a week or so ago, we talked about the average person gets less than, what, seven and a half milligrams a day. It was a huge 80% of the elderly people don't get enough vitamin E. And when you start looking at the RDA is 15 milligrams a day. And they said something like 50% of the people don't get that. It, it's, it's low, and they don't get it. So vitamin E is one I think they've tried to scare people off of recently on some of the meta-analysis that they've done yeah. that really had no backing and well, no real research behind it. it it's, you, know, what, you know, what happened was they started cherry-picking data. 
Right. You know, if you start cherry picking, you know, you're going to You can make some, statistics any way you you're, want. You're going to lose some really good cherries along the line there, folks. And that's what happens. But, you know, like I say, vitamin E is protecting. I mean, it, it's such a big uh, uh, protectant. You know, it, it, it protects us from, from the, the fat, fatty tissues. And let's face it, the nervous system is full of fatty tissues. You know, they're the myelin sheath that protects us. That's kind of an insulating factor. Most of these fats are insulators, too. So without those protection from the fats and the ease and so on, uh, you're going to have some issues uh, as far as conductivity in those nerves. That's the kind of problem you can have yeah. with low vitamin E. And then another B vitamin, back to B vitamins. Oh, back to Bs? B6. Oh, yeah. You can now, either get too much or too little. Yeah, B6, you can have too much or too little because too little causes neurological problems and too much causes neurological problems. Now, the interesting thing about B6 is that if in infants, they find that B6 deficiencies causes seizures, which is another really bad neurological disorder. It but is. in adults, it starts with numbness, paresthesias, burning and tingling of the feet, and eventually goes to other parts of the body and eventually the hands. A lot of B6 deficiency you see is carpal tunnel. Yes, you do. Carpal tunnel many times can be treated with B6. Uh, no. I've had many people over the oh, years yeah. many, many, many. that their carpal mm-hmm. tunnel got better by taking B6. And we always like to use an activated I B6. I was going to say, let's tell them the form that they should right. use. Right. We like peroxidal 5-phosphate because... They talk about too much regular B6 causing neuropathies, and the regular B6 is more likely to do it as opposed to the peroxidal 5-phosphate. That's pyridoxine hydrochloride. Uh, Right. You want the P5P. Okay, folks, we're coming up on another break, and uh, so we'll be back in just a few. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face, and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally and maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. There's something special about Doctors Nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure, that kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and 
being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, folks. Uh, tonight we're talking about the nervous system, and Janine and I have had some really good stuff about the uh, you know, things that you need, the nutrients and stuff. And, you know, one of the nutrients is B vitamin, Janine, but we haven't really talked about it much, but just spend a little time on it, and that's that niacin or B3. Yeah, niacin. There's a lot of the B vitamins. If you notice, a lot of what we're talking about can cause neuropathies <laughs> are B vitamins. Right. So even taking a B complex might be really good to keep down the formation of some of the neuropathies. But yeah. a lot of B-complexes don't have enough B12. Mm-hmm. And so you do have to look for that because B12 does need to be taken in a little higher doses. And, and it also needs to be taken in the right form. It does. Which is either going to be a methyl form or a hydroxyl form or something like that. Right. The old cyanocobalamine form is not very absorbable from uh, the stomach. No, so, it wasn't. It had to have the intrinsic factor. And that's right. why everybody thinks you have to have a shot or a sublingual. Right. Um, if it's the right kind of B12, you know, with the, like say, either the methyl form or the adenosyl or hydroxyl form, you can, you can absorb that right through the gut without any problems. Now, you know, we'll get into it. We've talked a lot about the B vitamins, but some of the other things that can cause problems like neuropathies, some of the minerals like copper. Right. People don't think of copper because really copper was long recognized as being a problem with some of your anemias and hematological abnormalities. But the neurological abnormalities found in copper deficiency wasn't even reported until 2001. So right. you would think it's pretty recent that they're looking at copper deficiency as part of neuropathies. And they definitely show that it can cause and associated with peripheral neuropathies. Now, there's a few common things that, you know, you think copper is really not usually that low in the body because it's not a common deficiency. Well, we don't need much of it. But the people that you see it in mostly People after gastric bypass, and all these these nutrients are after gastric bypass. But another thing, and I think this is one that we do see Mm -hmm. with us working with nutrition and people taking nutritional supplements and sometimes not quite knowing what they should take and what they need to take, is excess intake of zinc. Yes. Excessive intake of zinc depletes your copper. Mm -hmm. And you remember, you know, a few years back, uh, they had those, you know, folks that wore the you know, the false teeth, you know, or the choppers. Oh, and yeah. And the denture creams, that, because a lot of those denture creams, the adhesives that, that for the dentures, actually contained huge amounts of zinc. And, of course, you huge. put it in your mouth and you absorbed it. And those people came up, you know, copper deficient all over the place. And, and all kind of dementia uh, a, and problems. Yeah. And, As a matter of fact, I think that, that finally led to the demise of some of those denture creams. Right. right? Yeah. So, I mean, so copper is one. You, you never want to just go out and take a bunch of copper because it's no. one that if you don't need it, you don't need it. But it's something that you can also have checked. But when you check your copper, you always want to check your zinc with it. You always want to look those two guys together. You really yeah. do. So certainly do. Again, we've talked about quite a few nutrients 
that can make neuropathies. Right. And so when you have a neuropathy, don't necessarily just go take a pain pill for your neuropathy. Try to figure out where it's coming from. Right. Um, you know, get your levels checked. It's an easy test to do. It's easy to see where all these nutrients are. And it's much healthier to replenish a deficiency than to try to cover it up with a medication. Yeah. Uh, I think that, you know, the, pretty much the thing that we stress on all our stuff is, you know, to see is to know, and the only way you're going to see is to do the test to see it. Right. That's the only way you're going to know whether you, what you're doing, you know, whether you've got too much zinc. Because, you know, occasionally we'll have somebody come in and say, well, I think, I think I'm taking too much zinc. I need some copper. Well, how much zinc are you taking? You're really not taking that much, but, you know. And, and, and in zinc, you just don't want to go over 50 milligrams. I've seen people, I've seen some supplements that are 100 milligrams per pill, and I do think that's too much. That's too much. And on so, a daily basis. Yeah, on a yeah. daily basis. Maybe short term for a cold. Short term, but, they say you can go to 100, 100, 200 even. Right. You know, but for a not long term everyday use. You shouldn't take that much zinc. Right, right. Now, another thing that we want to talk about, let's go to a, a little different segment of the nervous system, is your autonomic nervous system. Oh, yeah. It is an autonomic nervous system. Auto- autonomic, it's like it's automatic. Yeah, it is. You don't think about it. It really is. Now, you probably don't, a lot of your nervous system you probably don't think about, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'd think about it. But I mean, you really don't think there. about it, but, you know. Well, let's face it, without your nervous system, you couldn't think about it, could you? But there's conditions that are related to problems in the, in the what they call dysautonomia, which is problems in your autonomic nervous system. Adrenal fatigue, candida, Ooh. headaches, erectile dysfunction, high blood, high blood pressure, heart disease, yeah. food sensitivities, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, depression, anxiety, you know, hyperactivity, alcoholism, addiction. I mean, you start naming it. I mean, gastrointestinal problems, heart arrhythmias, panic attacks, insomnia, ulcers, manic depression, um, autism, MS, you know, obesity, oh, yeah. circulation disorders. You know, you start looking, and it that can go on and on and on. Now, when you look at the nervous system, you have two different parts of your autonomic nervous system. Right. And this kind of tells you, when you start talking about what affects it, you'll know why it affects almost every condition. You have your sympathetic nervous system, and that is your fight or flight. Right. And then you have your parasympathetic nervous system, which is... The exact opposite. The opposite. It totally. is more of your chilling out, relaxation. You know, it, it's kind of the, the, it's the control on the sympathetic nervous system. That's right. It's what it does, really. It is. I mean, it keeps really, it controlled. Really, right. it's to keep the sympathetics from getting out of control. Yeah, because they, they could just go nuts and, you know, you'd be nuts. You know, but literally. you have a lot of people that are in sympathetic overload. Well, if and you think about life today. That comes from chronic stress. Chronic stress, and if you think about life today, everybody's worried about, you know, what's going on if you watch the news, which we don't suggest. But if you do watch the news and keep up with those kind of things, it's very stressful. And, you know, what goes on at home sometimes and what goes on in the neighborhood and, you know, down the street and around the corner, all that can be very stressful to you. So we need to learn to chill, let that air simply And when you start talking about stress and overstimulation, it's not just emotional stress. Now, that's always, of that course, can be part a, of it. It's a big part of it. Now, there's no doubt emotional stress is a big part of it. But there's also other stresses like sensory stress. Mm-hmm. Pain. I mean, pain is sensory stress. Well, let's face it. Loud noises. That's mm-hmm. how they torture people. They put them in a thing and 
noise, noise, noise. They can't handle it. People don't think about that. So if you're constantly under stress and getting noise and you're never in a quiet place. Then we have our metabolic stress. Which is more like your syndrome X and the blood sugar issues. Uh, That's all metabolic stress. All that. High blood sugar. Then you have your toxic stress, which Mm. is all the chemicals that we are exposed to. Your heavy metal toxicity, the amalgams you have in your mouth, the mercury, air pollution, pesticides. Jesus. (laughs) Perfume. The the perfumes that someone next to you is wearing. Right. And you know something else that a lot of people don't think about? They call it electrosmog. Yes. Which is all of the, uh, the electrical activity. It goes on, gives off, you know, what we don't think about is it gives off radiation and that radiation from your cell phone, that radiation from lights, you know, what they call dirty electricity and so on. Right. All that is that electro small. Well, even those, um, what do you call them? The, the, the light bulbs that came out for a while. CFLs. Well, the curly cues. Yeah. The, 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 the compact fluorescent. Right. They have been found to have huge mm. amount of dirty electricity. So yeah. we changed all of ours in our house to yeah. LEDs. Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny, you know, we, 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 we went out and we did, you know, the right thing, supposedly. And, you know, we listened to the big guys, I guess, and we put in all those doggone CFLs. And then I wound up taking all those stupid things out. And spending <laughs> a lot of money on some LEDs. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I'm like, God, I hope they got it right this time. We didn't want the dirty electricity. No, when so, you find out about dirty electricity or, or electrosmog. It's just an, an extra stress to the body. It certainly is. So, now, other stressors are infections. I mean, everybody thinks Ooh, about that. Yeah. Viruses, bacteria, candida, Lyme disease, parasites, all that stress. All that stuff. So, and then you have your structural stress, which is if, you're, if you have a spinal problem, if you have an injury, if your spine is not aligned properly, all that then turns into structural stress. So, when you're talking about stress, we're not just talking about emotional stress. We're talking about stress that the body has constant all the time. And so you start looking at the nervous system and you start looking at the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system. It's understanding that you, it's understandable, I yes, guess I should understandable, say. understandable, yes. That you have sympathetic overload. You know, exactly. And, you know, when we think about the, the poor parasympathetic system, it gets overworked just trying to keep the, the sympathetic stuff from going bonkers on us. And so things that you can do to kind of keep your, your nervous system trying to keep it in check is for one decrease your stress load right another Medi- meditation is, maybe yes like that, and right? make sure you get plenty of sleep which a lot of people oh, yes. don't do That's so if you true. don't get enough sleep you're going to have problems now another thing they've actually found is when cholesterol levels get below 160 it's real hazarded to not having the chemicals you need to make your other hormones to help with the body as a whole that's right yeah so that's another thing that you see so uh, if if they beat browbeat you about your cholesterol you know, being too high and it gets too low, it can actually cause problems too. Right. And of course diet. We talk about diet every oh, time. Yeah. We're talking about the you know the preservatives and the additives and the sugar and all that makes a difference, you know. And so when you start looking all the sugar and foods that are high in starches like grains and potatoes and they all break down into sugar and they should be avoided. And we've talked about that over and over and that does affect your nervous system. It certainly so does. one thing that we do see a lot when people change their diet is their nervous system seems to work you know, better. And well, one thing that we see a whole lot is blood pressure dropping. Right. Um, you can take somebody. I had somebody recently on five different blood pressure medications. Put them on the no grain, low sugar, low carbohydrate mm-hmm. diet. I mean, lots of vegetables because we always tell people to eat lots of vegetables. And 
he is now, his cardiologist already cutting his medication. He is now, within four months, on one medication instead of five. That's pretty incredible right there in and of itself. It really is. And we see that a lot where people's blood pressures just start falling. Well, you know, one of the things, one of the common problems that you see today in medicine, especially in the United States, uh, I'd have to say, is that, you know, a person goes in, they got hypertension, they got high blood pressure, for, and they just immediately start putting on medications. They don't think about or do anything about trying to find out why is this person's you know, blood pressure? Right. Let's blood. see. Why is it stress? Is it right. what are they doing? You know, nowadays with technology, I mean, everybody's definitely in information overload. And right. that tends to make the, the nervous system worse, too. It certainly does. All right. Well, we're roaring right along here, folks. Well, we're coming up on a break, though, so we're going to have to kind of take a little break. And we'll come back on the other side and we'll finish this guy up tonight on the nervous system. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. There's something special about doctors' nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, folks. Tonight, we're talking about the nervous system. Right before the break, we were talking about the autonomic nervous system. 
And you were talking, Janine, about how the uh, sympathetic and parasympathetics and how the sympathetic always tends to be the fight or flight and how it gets carried away. Right. Well, one thing that we're seeing more and more today mm-hmm. that used to not be seen as much in the past, we're seeing people that are passing out or having syncope, they're mm-hmm. calling it. They yeah. sometimes even call it vasovagal syncope. They call it neurally mediated hypotension. They're calling it all kind of things. There's like probably 10 terms for the same problem, there but really pretty is. much the people are passing out. Yeah, what happens is these people, you know, pass out because their blood pressure and everything goes too low. Right. And what happens is when the parasympathetic when, when the sympathetics get high after mm-hmm. years of doing that, the parasympathetics Instead of just controlling it, because the parasympathetics come in and just control it to keep you from having a stroke and heart attack and tachycardia and everything else. When it comes in, instead of just calming it down, it shuts it down. Well, it gets overactive. It comes overactive. So your parasympathetics start getting stronger, which shuts it down. Mm -hmm. Now, that can happen for some different reasons. It can be from long-term stress, and there's no doubt that stress does trigger it. No doubt. But something else that affects the nervous system and what we have found help it, and we see more and more cases and in just about every case it does help, is we use something to help with chronic viruses. Well, because we're seeing an awful lot of these people, and you think about it, most of those people that are under that chronic stress, their immune system doesn't function very well to begin with. Right. And so if you've got this old virus, it could be the Epstein-Barr or the EBV could be any of those. Yeah, the most viruses. common viruses to affect the nervous system are in the herpes family, the herpes simplex, the varicella zoster, which is chicken pox, chicken pox right. or shingles later right. on comes yeah. back out and of Same course virus, it affects call it the chicken. nerves. Right. And Epstein-Barr virus, cytomegalovirus, the HHV6, which is the human herpes virus 6. There are so many of the viruses that affect the nervous system. And so what we found, we started mm-hmm. using, and I have not seen any published research on this. No, it's just something that we've seen. Clinically. We started using the olivir, which is an olive leaf extract. Well, it's an antiviral. Right, and it's an antiviral. And it normalizes the blood pressure, both high and low, because mm-hmm. it helps normalize the ner- It helps helps normalize the well, virus, which helps normalize the nervous system. I was going to say, if you, if you can get the virus out of the way... The, the body and the nervous system kind of knows what to do. But you get something that's irritating that uh, nervous system all the time, like a virus, yep. and then the nervous system just goes bonkers. And then, I mean, just I have to mention this just because there's so many people out there. Shingles. Oh, yeah. Just thought about that. We weren't going to even talk about that on this. But you know what? Shingles is a nervous system problem because it affects the dorsal root ganglia of the nerve. And it is a viral problem. And it is because, a virus. Yeah, and it, it does affect herpes. it. Yeah. There are things to help it. Um, we do use lysine, we use yeah. olivir, and in a lot of cases we have to do stuff to boost the immune system because for shing- to shingles to come back out, right? you have to have a suppressed immune system. So we'll and we're use, seeing more and more of that. Right. We'll use arabinogalactin. We'll make sure vitamin D levels are adequate. We'll use colostrum powder. We've had cases where people had had what they called post-herpetic neuralgia for years. Right. And I even had a little girl, and she was 10, and she'd had it for, she'd been almost bedridden for two to three years at a very young age with post-herpetic neuralgia. We started her on the regimen, I think, of colostrum, olivir, and lysine. I think Mm -hmm. we did those three things, and that little girl was fine within two weeks. So there are things that you can do. So don't ever think that there's nothing that you can do about it, and that's kind of what the point of our show is, is to point out that there are things that you can do. There, you know, typically speaking, there's some sort of natural remedy or medicine, if you will, whatever you want to call it, uh, for just about everything, depending right. on the uh, the severity of what you're dealing with. Um, a lot of times, if something, you know, if tissue is destructed to the point where 
it has to be amputated or something. Oh, okay, there's not a natural medicine going to fix that. But as right, long you as can you, let something get out of hand. You so always, hand. always try to keep it from getting to that point. Intervene early, and and you'll be much, much, much better off. Now, another early. thing that we wanted to mention, and we don't have that much time left, but we're going to start start on it. We'll see how far we get. Is structural problems of the nervous system. The whole nervous system is controlled through the brain and spinal cord. Everybody knows that. You have all your little nerves that come out of the spinal cord. And if they have pressure on them, and we're talking about pressure, we're not talking about, when people say pinched, it's truly not pinched. Oh, no. If it was pinched, you'd be paralyzed. Um, (laughs) I was going to say pinched actually equal paralyzed. Yeah, we're talking about slight pressure. If you have slight pressure on a nerve, then you get a lot of neurological symptoms and pain and neuropathies. Think about this. Take your finger, your index finger, and put it on your temple, okay, which is a kind of a tender area of your skull. And don't put a lot of pressure. Just put a little pressure. And just hold it there for a little bit. While we're talking, just keep your finger there. Keep pushing that pressure on it. And it's not going to take long till you're going to stop putting pressure on that nerve. Yeah. That's how much pressure. It doesn't take much pressure. It doesn't take a lot. And no. so if you have a structural problem, you need a structural change. Exactly. There's not a pill that's going to change a structural problem. And, you know, for some reason, a lot of people, we recommend, when people come to us with structural problems that are affecting the nervous system, Mm -hmm. we do recommend going to a chiropractor. Oh, we do. It's the best way to change a structural problem. And for some reason, a lot of people out there are afraid. And I always tell them, if you look at the malpractice insurance of a chiropractor and the malpractice insurance of a medical doctor, you'll see who hurts people the most. Yeah, (laughs) and so there's no reason to be afraid, and you should be more afraid of all those injections into your spine and more surgeries and all that stuff that if it doesn't get fixed, you might have to do. So always with your structural problems, there should be a structural solution. And it may be something as simple as a massage. It is. Now, even massages can help because the massages can relax the When the muscles are spasmed around an area that has a structural problem, it makes it worse. Right. And even some of the anti-inflammatories that you can use naturally. We have a really good one we've been using lately called Phyto4. Ooh, that one is really good. And it's a fast-acting, like ibuprofen, but it's natural, and it has a hops extract, which is probably one of the main fast-acting ingredients. It is the main. It's the fast-acting stuff. It's got your curcumins and things like that. It has some other stuff with it. It's also ginger, curcumins, boswellia. It has those two. But right. it's the hops that's the fast acting. Yeah, that hops extract called perluxin is, uh, and it's known uh, for its ability to work fast. <laughs> it works extremely fast, so you get the you know the relief from the pain, and then of course your boswellias and those other ones just kind of keep that inflammatory response. Right, down. and you can take it as and, needed. It's not something right. that you have to take for weeks before you get no. a benefit from, and that's kind of why we've liked it. If somebody comes in with a acute problem that right. they're having pain it works pretty quick you don't it have works really yeah you, know, you don't have to wait a month for it to get to you know, people can't wait a month when they're in pain no no so that's one like the phyto four always like your omega-3 fatty acids is good for the now that's long term but that's something yes. you really need and to that's doing. just good we're talking about the nervous system right that's not just good anti-inflammatory it's good for the nervous system in general because your good fats help with the myelin sheath well 25 percent of your brain is made up of that dha which right. is in fish oil so it makes sense that your good fats are so important for the nervous system. Exactly. And it's so for conductivity, right? for protection. Well, think about your, you know, uh, the, uh, the, the fatty soluble vitamins like uh, you know, vitamin A, vitamin E. We just talked about E and how yeah. good it was. 
uh, D, there's been some really good research about how protective that D is for the, uh, for the nervous system, too. So, you know, really interesting stuff there with those fats. And like I said, the nervous system is so important. And I think when people think about nervous system, sometimes they think of just anxiety and depression. Well, yeah, that can be a symptom of a nervous system problem. Mm-hmm. But when you start looking, it's, a, it, it's complex. And a lot of Fair. times when you can fix the problems with the nervous system and you can decrease your stress and you can decrease the viruses in your body and you can help with the inflammation and you can help with your structural problems, mm-hmm. you can help with the depression and anxiety. Right. You know, that all goes back to, you know, the name of our show, Live Healthy, Be Healthy. Because if you truly set out to live healthy, your body will become healthy. And that's what it's all about. So you have to have the right nutrition, you know, the right frame of mind, relax, enjoy life a little bit better, smell the roses as they say. You know, take a little time to smell those roses. Uh, you know, get rid of that. Make sure your nutrition status is in really, really top shape, you know. And you can do the blood work to find out, you know, your B12 and your vitamin D and those things. You know, see what you got going on there. Know where you are. Get the proper nutrition. Make sure that digestive tract's working well because that's make you can absorb those nutrients. All this stuff works together. So if it, and it all goes back to all that being what we have to do to keep that nervous system or actually any system in our body really healthy. Right. Right. Well, we're coming up on the end of a show here. Hopefully, uh, yeah. Next week, we're going to be talking about arthritis and a product specifically that we have called Pernamax. And we are going to have Dr. Kendall as the guest. Right. That is a PhD, and he's going to talk about some of the research that's been done on Perna. He sure is. So I hope you learned something tonight, folks. And uh, we'll be back next week with a thing on arthritis. So uh, Janine and I are saying good night tonight, and we'll see you then. Thank you for being a part of Live Healthy, Be Healthy this week. Please join Drs. Jim and Janine Fox next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to your better health.